Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, this morning, what I wanted to do, and I actually I, I thought about not recording anything today because we did a really in-depth uh, Passover 2020 study on Monday. If you have not checked that out, uh, I recommend that you do. Um, if you have not downloaded the free ebook or picked it up on Kindle, uh, I recommend that you do because uh, there's just a lot of really good information in here. But you can go to the website, you can click on the blog post, and you'll see Passover 2020. Could this be the year of the next great Exodus? And uh, you can watch the full video where we go through the ebook together and do a complete study uh, on some of those thoughts. This morning, uh, what I wanted to do is just read the Passover story, uh, both of them actually. So it's going to be a lot of scripture reading. It's going to be probably fairly long this morning. We're going to read chapter 12 out of the book of Exodus, and then we're going to read 26 through, I believe it's 28 out of the book of Matthew, dealing with the Passover lamb, the lamb that takes away the sins of the whole world, talking about Jesus um, so that's what we're going to be doing today. But if you're wanting some more, if you haven't listened to, t- to the Passover 2020, could this be the year of the next great exodus? And you're kind of wanting to learn more about the prophetic meanings behind uh, the Feast of Passover, then you're going to go want to check that out. Um, so I'm going to read chapter 12. I'm going to read it from the Sefer this morning just to kind of switch things up. Um, now, as you guys know, I believe the name of God is probably pronounced Yehovah or Yehovah. Um, but it's debatable and no one knows for 100% because we didn't have audio recorders back in the day uh, when he would have spoke it to Moses. Um, the Yetzefer, uh believes that it's Yahuwah, which is another very common belief. Um, so you'll hear it, I'm going to read it like it is out of the Yetzefer, so it'll be, God's name will be referred to as Yahuwah. Uh, in your King James Bible, if you're reading from the King James Bible, where the name of God is, where it says Yahuwah or Yehovah, uh, it almost always just says the Lord. However, the King James Bible, I think in four different spots, does spell it out, Jehovah, um, unlike most modern-day translations. Um, the other thing that you'll notice is the Hebrew word for Passover is Pasach, um, and so that's how it's written in here. Egypt uh, was referred to as Mitzrayim, um, and then, of course, unleavened bread is referred to as matzah. Uh, so uh, you'll hear some of those Hebrew words as we read this uh, story out of the book of Exodus as we read it from this uh, translation, but we will read the New Testament version out of the King James Bible. So. All right, I think that sets the stage long enough. We've got a lot of reading to get through, Um, so uh, I'm just going to get right to it, and I just pray in the powerful name of Jesus uh, that you're blessed by this this morning. I encourage you to to really uh, meditate on the Passover tonight, Um, think upon Jesus, think upon God, think about what he did for the Israelites um, think about what Messiah has done for all of us. Think about the significance of the time periods that we're living in. You know, this will be the first night. This is something I bring up in the study on Monday. This will be the first time and it's, that I'm aware of 
um, since the very first Passover in Egypt where all God's people will be kind of forced to celebrate apart from their extended family and friends. There'll be no church Passover gatherings. There'll be no large seders. There'll be no synagogue gatherings. Uh, just even in Israel, just like in America and the rest of the world, uh, we're all under the kind of the lockdown, stay-at-home orders, orders, essential travel only. So I just think that this could be a significant year. Well, this is a significant year. God is doing something. And that doesn't mean that we're all going to get caught up to the sky tonight. Um, although I always have that possibility in my mind when the feasts come around. But I'm not necessarily thinking that's what's going to happen. But what I do think is going to happen is that God is doing something. There's going to be a great, great awakening, a great, great harvest, a great, great movement of the Holy Spirit. And I don't know how much harder things are going to have to get for that to develop. Uh, but this is, you know, revival comes through fire. And God is doing something incredible right now. And there's going to be, there's a great reset happening. There's a great tearing down of, of powers that is happening. Uh, there's a great, almost like a new age that's starting, which could be the the age of, of the end of days, um, but God's doing something with his people first, I believe. And so, let us not be afraid, but instead, let's pay attention to what God might be doing and see what we can do to be a part of the movement that he's creating uh, because right now there's a lot of people looking for answers. There's a lot of people pulling the Bibles off the shelves and blowing the dust off of them. There's a lot of people searching for content online. And so, uh, like I've said before, I don't know about you guys, but if God is doing a, an amazing work right now, I really, really want to be a part of it. Um, uh, use this time to be creative, to 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 think, to study, to... Teach yourself Hebrew. Do something with this time um, so that it's not completely wasted. Uh, so many people, I think, are going to waste this time period um, in the corner of their house in the fetal position with their thumb in their mouth. And, and that's not the way a Christian should be. Um, instead, let's utilize this time for the kingdom of God. So anyway, that's my, that's my rant for this morning. Let's get to the text. We've got a lot to get through. Um, again, not a lot of commentary or anything like that. I just want to read these stories to you, and I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you'd be blessed by them this morning. Let's begin. Exodus chapter 12. And Yahuwah spoke to El Moshe, and El Aaron in the land of Mitzrayim, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the assembly of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb according to his house, and of their fathers a lamb for a house. And let the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to unto his house, take it according to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your account for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. 
and the whole multitude of the assembly of Israel shall kill it in the evening. You shall take of the blood and strike it on the two posts, on the upper doorposts of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night roast with fire and matzah. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast it with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remains of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is Yahuwah's Pesach. For I will pass through the land of Mitzrayim this night, and I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim, both man and beast, and against all the Elohai of Mitzrayim. And I will execute judgment. I am Yahuwah. And the blood shall be to you before I mark upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Mitzrayim. And this day shall be done be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to Yahuwah throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Seven days shall ye eat matzah. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses, for whosoever eats kametz. From the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Yisrael. And the first day there shall be a holy assembly. And in the seventh day there shall be a holy assembly to you. No manner of work shall be done therein, save that which every man must eat, that only may be done of you. And ye shall guard the feasts of Matzah, for it is a selfsame day I have brought your armies out of the land of Mitzrayim. Therefore shall ye guard this day in your generation by ordinances forever. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, at even, ye shall eat Matzah, until the one and twentieth day of the month, at evening. Seven days shall there be no Kametz found in your houses. For whosoever eats that which is with Kametz, even that soul shall be cut off from the assembly of Yisrael. Whether he be a stranger or born in the land, shall eat nothing with Kametz in your habitations. Shall ye eat matzah? Then Moshe called for the elders of Yisrael and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Pasach. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and strike the lintel on the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning, for Yahuwah will pass through to smite the Mitzrim. And when he sees the blood upon the lintel on the two side posts, Yahuwah will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. And you shall guard this thing for an ordinance to you and to your sons forever. And it shall come to pass, when ye are come into the land which Yehuah will give you, according to he has promised, that ye shall guard this service. And it shall come to pass, when your children shall say unto you, What mean ye by this service? That ye shall say, It is the sacrifice of Yehuah's Pasach, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Mitzrayim. When he smote the Mitzrayim, and delivered our houses, and the people bowed the head and worshipped, and the children of Israel went away and did as Yahuwah had commanded. 
Moshe and Aaron, so did they. And it came to pass that at midnight Yahuwah smote all the firstborn in the land of Mitzrayim, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. And Pharaoh rose in the night, and he and all his servants and all of all the Mitzrayim, and there was a great cry in Mitzrayim, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. And he called for Moshe and Aaron by night, and he said, Rise up, get you forth from among my people, both ye, the children of Israel, and go, serve Yahuwah as you have said. Also take your flocks and your herds, as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. And the Mitzrayim were urgent upon the people that they might send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We be all dead men. And the people took their dough before it was leavened, their needle throats being bound up in their clothes upon their shoulders. And the children of Israel did according to the word of Moshe. And they borrowed of the Mitzrayim jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. And Yahuwah gave the people favor in the sight of the Mitzrayim. So they lent them lent unto them such things as they required, and they spoiled the Mitzrim. And the children of Israel journeyed from Romakek to Kakoth, about six hundred thousand on foot that were men, besides children. And a mixed multitude went up also with them, and the flocks and the herds, even very much cattle. And they baked matzah cakes of the dough which they brought forth out of Mitzrayim. For it was not leavened, because they were thrust out of Mitzrayim and could not tarry. Neither had they prepared for themselves any victual. Now, the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in the land of Mitzrayim, in the land of Canaan, they and their fathers were four hundred and thirty years. And it came to pass at the end of the four hundred and thirty years, even the selfsame day, it came to pass that all the host of Yahuwah went out from the land of Mitzrayim. It is a night to be much observed unto Yahuwah for bringing them out of the land of Mitzrayim. This is the night of Yahuwah to be observed of all the children of Israel and their generations. And Yahuwah said unto Moshe and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Pasach. There shall no stranger eat thereof. But every man's servant that is brought for money, bought for money, when you have circumcised him, then shall he eat thereof. A foreigner and a hired servant shall not eat thereof. And one house shall it be eaten. You shall not carry forth aught of the flesh abroad out of the house, neither shall you break a bone thereof. All the assembly of Israel shall keep it. And when a stranger shall sojourn with you, and will keep the Pasuk to Yahuwah, let all his males be circumcised, and let him come near and keep it. And he shall be as one that is born in the land, for no uncircumcised person shall eat thereof. One Torah shall be to him that is homeborn and unto the stranger that sojourns among you. Thus did all the children of Israel, as Yahuwah commanded, and Moshe and Aaron so did they. And it came to pass the selfsame day that Yahuwah did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Mitzrayim by their armies. And that is the Exodus, or the Passover story, sorry, Passover story in the book of Shemoth, or Exodus. And I pray that it's been a blessing to you this morning. And again, no commentary from me this morning. Uh, if you want some commentary, go check out the study we did on Monday. 
We're going to switch gears now. We're going to read the Passover story out of the book, The Gospel According to Matthew, about the Lamb, the great Lamb, the great Son of God, the Messiah, the Mashiach, the one who bled and whose blood covers us now so that we might be passed over when God's judgment comes out to be poured upon this world. For we are not appointed to wrath. Let us meditate on it. And when I say meditate, I don't mean meditate like New Age meditation. I mean just ponder on it. Let it dwell on it. Dwell on the Word of God. Let's dig right in. We're going to use the King James Bible. Matthew, starting with chapter 26. Verse 1. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For the ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. And when Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me you have not always. For in that she has poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done. He told her for a memorial of her. Be told for a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscarlet went unto the chief priest, and he said unto them, What will ye give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. From that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Now, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand, and I will keep the Passover at thy house with thy disciples. With my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve. And they did eat, and he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and began every one of them saying unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, It he that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, but woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eating, Jesus, 
took bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to the disciples and he said take eat this is my body and he took the cup and he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying drink ye all of it for this is my blood of the new testament which is shed for many for the remissions of sins but i say unto you i will not drink henceforth of this fruit of wine until that day when i drink it new with you in my father's kingdom and when they had sung a hymn they went out into the mount of olives then saith jesus unto them all ye shall be offended because of me this night for it is written i will smite the shepherd and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad but after i am risen again i will go before you into galilee peter answered and said unto him though all men shall be offended because of thee yet will i never be offended and jesus said unto him verily i say unto thee that this night before the cock crows thou shalt deny me thrice peter said unto him though i should die with thee yet will i not deny thee likewise also said all the disciples then cometh jesus with them into a place called gethsemane and saith unto his disciples sit ye here while i go and pray yonder and he took with him peter and the two sons of zebedee and he began to be sorrowful and very heavy and then he saith unto them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death tarry ye here and watch with me and he went a little further and he fell on his face and he prayed saying oh my father if it be possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but as thou wilt and he cometh unto his disciples and he findeth them asleep and he saith unto peter what could ye not watch with me one hour watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak and he went away on the second time and he prayed saying oh my father if this cup may not pass away from me except i drink it thy will be done and he came and found them asleep again for their eyes were very heavy and he left them and he went away again and he prayed the third time saying the same words then cometh to his disciples and he saith unto them sleep on now and take your rest behold the hour is at hand and the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners rise let us be going behold he is at hand that doeth betray me and while he yet spake low judas one of the twelve came with him a great multitude with swords and staves of the chief priests and elders of the people now he that betrayed him gave them a sign saying whomsoever i shall kiss that same is he hold him fast and forthwith he came to jesus and he said hail master and kissed him and when jesus said unto him friend wherefore art thou come then came they and laid hands on jesus and took him and behold one of them which were with jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and smote off his ear then jesus said unto him put up again thy sword unto its place for all they that take a sword shall perish with the sword thinkest thou that i cannot now pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels but how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled that thus it must be and that same hour said jesus to the multitudes are you come out against me 
against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, and you laid no hold of me. But all this was done to scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. And they that laid hold on Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him far off into the high priest's palace and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priests and the elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death, but found none, yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none. At the last came two false witnesses, and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God, and to build it up in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is this which these witnesses against thee? But Jesus held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God that thou tellest whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus saith unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard this blasphemy. What think ye? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Then did they spit in his face, and buffeted him, and others smote him with the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy unto us, thou Christ. Who is he that smote thee? Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he, denied, but he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And he was gone out into the porch. Another maid saw him and said unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech beweyeth thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the words of Jesus which said unto him before the cock crow, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out, and he wept bitterly. And when the morning was come, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned, and that I have betrayed innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. And chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel, and brought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, and the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value. And he gave them for the potter's field, and the Lord's appointed me.
And Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, Thou sayest. And when he was accused of the chief priests and the elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Now, at that feast, the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner, whom they would. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barnabas, or Barbas, Barabbas, sorry, verse 17. Let's read verse 16 again. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto him, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called the Christ? For they knew that for, for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down on the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with this just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. And the governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. And when Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and our children. Please note that uh, his blood did end up being on them and their children in 70 AD. Moving forward. Verse 26. Then released he Barabbas unto them. And when he had scored Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus to the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. And they stripped him and put him in a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and he reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him, they took the robe off of him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found a man, Criney Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were come into the place called Golagoth, Golgotha, that is to say, a place of the skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They departed my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there, and set up over his head accusations written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and the other on the left. 
And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their hand, wagging their heads, and saying, Thou hast destroyed us the temple, and build us in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking him, and with scribes and elders said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now. If he will have him, for he said, I am the Son of God. The thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Ile, Ile, Lama, Sabkathanani. That is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them stood there when they heard that and said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway, one of them ran and took the sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent and twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. And when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God. And many, men, many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him, among which was Mary Magdalene, and Mary the mother of James, and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's children. When the evening was come, there came a rich man of Arithmia named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in clean linen cloth, and he laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out of the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. Now the next day that followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that the deceiver said, While he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night, and steal him away, and say unto the people, He has risen from the dead. So the last error shall be worse than the first. And Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch, go your way, make it sure as you can. So they went, and they made the sepulcher sure, sealing the stone, and setting a watch. And that is the end of our reading for this morning. That is the Passover story, both from Exodus and from the times of Messiah. And I believe there's still more Passover story to be written. Time will tell. Well, I don't want to ruin the story with a bunch of commentary, so I will just end it here and say thank you, first of all, to all of you who support the podcast through PayPal, through Patreon, who helped me make this possible week after week. Uh, thank you so much for your generosity and your kindness. 
Uh, real quick, I will note, if you've been interested in the end of days 30-day devotional, but you've went there and all that's available is the Kindle ebook, that has been resolved and the paperback version is back up and available. I'll share the details of how and why all that happened maybe on Friday. Um, if I have time to do a podcast on Friday, but I'll just let you know that the paperback is available again if that's what you were interested in or or what have you. I hope that you guys have a great Passover evening. And, um, you know, if you can, celebrate communion. Um, just kind of really be focused in today. Be really focused in today. And... Uh, just in case God might be wanting to do something in us and through us. And we just need to be ready for that. That's the whole purpose of the, of the people being in their, you know, they had to have their shoes on and their loins girded and staff in hand. They had to eat the Passover really fast. They had to be ready to go. And it says that at midnight the call came, right? Or at midnight that's when all the trouble came. Um, and, and likewise, I was just thinking about how in uh, some of the parables, there was a shout at midnight, and then the, you know, the bridegroom came. Just to have a heart of preparation. This is what we're, and look, it's not just because it's the year 2020 and we're all quarantined. It's because this is how we're, we're commanded to approach Passover every single year. That's why. And uh, so anyway, all right, I'm done rambling for the day. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.